Welcome to the Sign Geeks for All podcast with Dark Neil. fan geeks this is your boy dark neil welcome to episode four of season five of the fan geeks for all podcasts for this friday december 15 2023 how's all how's y'all doing huh how's everybody doing out there hope you guys are having fun on this friday the weekend is here for me personally i got a lot to celebrate because today is actually mama's birthday (laughs) this is dark neil's mama's birthday so happy birthday to my mom i love you i already called her and gave her her birthday greetings and i know she ain't listening to the show so (laughs) it's all good (laughs) but i just wanted to acknowledge that that is it is my mama's birthday and i already gave her my phone call and hug she's retired in florida and and i'll be there soon mama i'll be coming home soon just hang on <laughs> but god bless my mama um today is her birthday 77 years old so i just pray i can live that long a life and even longer <laughs> so god willing that should happen for your boy but um anyway like i said thanks again kids for joining the program taking time from your friday hope you some of you are off or if you have to work don't work too hard because it is officially the weekend you know what i'm saying so we gotta enjoy it and do it up big the best way we can um i gotta hip y'all to something that i got hip to last night actually all right so you ever have one of those nights you home or and you you either you have your dinner or you whatever and you watch a movie or something but you have the craving for the munchies you want something and you ain't got no chips or cookies or whatever in the house so you just need something so i had that moment last night and it was um i just wanted like something to munch on because usually i have like by my bedside i usually have a box of like cheese it's the extra cheesy kind because that's my favorite but i finished them all i had like two empty boxes there because i just i just go through those like crazy so i had nothing um no cookies no nothing so i said all right i'm gonna run down to the corner store and get something so i went down there and i'm looking through all their chips and i'm when it comes to chips i'm a barbecue guy i mean i can't deal with all like the jalapeno or the flaming hot cheetos and all that stuff i'm very simple i'm very mild with when it comes to barbecue if it says mesquite i can do that too but that's my level of hotness so i look in the store and i happen to see a bag of wrap snacks which i know very well wrap snacks has been around for a good minute so i see one that has my boy snoop dog on on the on the, his face on the bag 
which I which was ironic because I happened to be wearing a Snoop Dogg T-shirt at that time last night. <laughs> so that was just serendipity right there. So I see it and I didn't even know he had his own. And this was a special one. This was a Rap Snacks icon bag because I know him and Master P got together um, some time back and were putting this thing together. Actually, it was Master P that got on, Rap Snacks got on and doing this icon thing. And he brought Snoop Dogg in and Master P had basically for those of you who don't know Rap Snacks, Rap Snacks is a line of potato chips that are inspired by hip-hop artists of today. Um, or just anyone affiliated with hip-hop in any way. So there's a little boozy. There's, you know, there's a whole bunch of different ones. Um, so I saw this one with Snoop Dogg. I said, I didn't even know he had his own brand. So I, I, I said, I looked at the flavor because they tell you the flavor right there. His was OG Barbecue Cheddar. Two things I love, barbecue and cheddar, but I've never had them together. So I said, all right, I'm going to try this. It was like a 2.5 ounce bag, you know, like $2 and change or whatever. So I said, all right, I'm going to get this. I was walking home and I couldn't even wait. I tore up in the bag halfway home. Y'all, I'm telling you, I have found my new favorite bag of potato chips like for the rest of my life. This is the bomb shit. You got to get this. It's There's only select stores that sell it. Certain Walmarts sell it, but you got to look and find out which ones. But this is from Rap Snacks, and it's the Icon brand. It's the Icon edition. And it has Snoop Dogg on the cover, and it says OG Barbecue Cheddar. This is the best tasting potato chips I have ever had in my life. And it's very rare that a certain bag comes along that I really love and rave about. It's been a long time since I've had one that's come along that I've raved about. So this is the newest one in my line of, oh my God, this is it. This is the end all be all. This is it. Find out where it is. You can even go to the website and order it too. I went on Rap, Rap Snack's website. You got to get this for yourself. It's Snoop Dogg's Rap Snack Icon OG Barbecue Cheddar. Oh my God, it is heaven in your mouth. You, This is the best snack you can have. It is so damn good. So shout out to my boy Snoop Dogg, um, you know, and to everyone who's behind creating this 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 is thing I'm I have to order cases of this now. Is <laughs> is like this is I may just run to the store after the show to buy a couple of buy all the bags they got because <laughs> it's that damn good. They're only two point five ounce bags, so they're not big bags. So I I think I'll just buy up their entire stock of what they got. <laughs> it is that good. So I just had to hip you guys to that in case you didn't know about it. Make sure you check that out. It is so damn good. All right, guys. So we're gonna get on with this show um before i roll on remember i i always say for all my old listeners who's been with me since day one and to all my new listeners you can always always catch new episodes of this season plus the seasons i did the past four seasons that i've done by following me 
on Spotify or whatever major platform the show's on, which is pretty much on all of them, so take your pick. <laughs> you can follow Fan Geeks for All podcasts on all the major platforms. Make sure you subscribe to both my YouTube channel as well as my website, darkneofangeeks.com. And for all my gamers, visit my brand new online store, darkneosgameroom.weebly.com. New games you can get, consoles, pre-orders, game cards, you name it, it's there. Just click on there, go to Ready Player One, and you're transported right there. Pick out anything you want. Whatever's been sold out in the store, especially when Black Friday hit, I got you. Christmas time is coming, so those some you got some gamers in your life, or if you're the gamer in your life, Go go to it. Go to that store, darkneosgameroom.weebly.com. I got you covered. Also, if you're on Facebook, check out my um, Fan Geeks Fall fan page where you get to hear this new episode of the show. You can message me out. On, on Shout me out on the message board. Tell me what you like about the show. And if you want to become a true supporter of the Fan Geeks Fall podcast, please visit my website, patreon.com slash support. Fan Geeks for All. That's P A T R E O N dot com slash support. Fan Geeks the number four A L L and become a monthly member. It's 100% optional, but if you do join, you do get a free promo Fan Geeks for All t shirt just from me, just in your size. I'll send that out to you and I'll be running contests for it. It's only $10 a month, so it's not a lot of money. It's not going to burn a hole in your pocket. You can still take care of rent and everything else. <laughs> it's only $10 a month, but some good stuff is going to come from that. So make sure you be, um, become a part of that. All right, guys. So let's dive in to today's hot topics for this Friday, December 15th, 2023. So apparently there's a movie poster that's gone viral online depicting Johnny Depp as his iconic character Jack Sparrow in what appears to be a teaser poster for a six Pirates of the Caribbean film entitled Demons of the Corsair. This poster has received over 10,000 likes on social media with over 800 comments. But alas me mateys, don't be getting your hopes up about this upcoming feature because it's all fake. That's right, this was an overly obvious fan-made poster that had Jack Sparrow standing there with flames coming from behind him and the most ridiculous font used for the words Demons of the, of the Corsair title. Don't believe the hype, kids. It ain't happening. Disney has already severed ties with Johnny Depp since his trial with his ex-girlfriend Amber Heard, plus... They refused to work with Depp ever again after dealing with him being drunk and hours late on the set of the Pirates 5 film. So, no, there will be no six Pirates of the Caribbean film. All the stuff you've been hearing or seeing, it's all fake news. The franchise is pretty much over. That is it. They have Disney has burned their ties with Johnny Depp's, so you will never again see him as... Captain Jack Black. Those days are over. You want to see him as Jack Black? Watch the other five films. That's it. <laughs> that is it. No more. All right. So, moving on. This past Sunday, December 10th, USA Network aired the Grammy Salute to 50 Years of Hip Hop, put together and hosted by LL Cool J and produced by Quest Love. Everyone from Queen Latifah, Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, Black Sheep, Dougie Fresh, De La Soul, Common, and Public Enemy were there to perform um, 
for this historic moment, along with some some rappers of t- groups of today. Everyone, except for one key person, with emphasis on the word one, hip hop legend, teacher, and philosopher KRS One turned down LL's invitation to attend the event. And why, you may wonder? Well, KRS himself released a video interview recently explaining the true reason why he passed on being part of it. And I, after watching it, I so agree with him. 110% agree with him. And I'm going to let you hear an excerpt from the interview and you can see why I agree with him. So check this out. So when I got the call, I immediately saw, nah, nah. First of all, it's the Grammys. You get no respect here. None, none. You have no respect here. Now, we respect your existence. We know you exist. <laughs> and we know that you, you're the Grammys. We understand that. And we respect that. Your existence. But you ignored hip-hop for 49 years. At the 50th year, you want to call us? 49 years, you ignored us. The 50th year, that's when you call. You couldn't even call on 47 and gear it up to at least 50, okay? At least get us at the 47. No, you wait till the 40, you wait till the 50th year to want to call hip-hop's authentic teacher? Nah, you don't get that privilege. I refuse to show up. Y'all go ahead and play games with yourselves. The last part that I did see of of this thing, and I, I, I haven't seen the show, so I can't judge everything. But, you know, see, I don't want to say nobody's name, but I'm just saying... Let me put it this way. If we know, okay, this is truth now, okay? Nobody's opinion. No, forget how we feel. Forget theory. If we know for a fact that hip-hop is breaking, MCing, graffiti art, and DJing. Now, we can argue these other ones, but we know for certain that what we call hip-hop is breaking MC and graffiti on DJ. We know that. We've all decided on that. We've all agreed on that. Books are written. Documentaries are done. We all know this. So what is all this other stuff? Like, what, what, is, what is this other stuff that you're calling hip-hop? Uh, wh- I, that's not hip-hop. So if you're going to do a hip-hop 50th anniversary and you're going to call hip-hop to it, you have to have hip-hop there. Hip-hop was not there. Rappers were there. Very respected rappers were there. But it wasn't hip-hop. Because hip-hop would have got on that mic and said, fuck the Grammys. You dissed us for 49 years. Now you were, That would have been in a rhyme. You motherfuckers are corny. <laughs> we had that shit going in a freestyle if that was real hip-hop. But it wasn't real hip-hop, so let y'all go ahead and have fun at a party. 
That's what it was. It was a party. They had some fun. And we left it at that. They got a chance to broadcast it. There were artists there, too, by the way, that needed the exposure, too. I will say that. There was artists there that got exposed. They got, it was dope. It was dope from that point of view. So respectfully, they did their thing. And I, I hope it was successful for them. And, and, I, and it looked like it was. But it was not hip-hop. And this is what I mean by this as well. If I'm not there, it's not hip-hop. And, and I don't say that arrogantly. I'm not saying that arrogantly. I'm saying it truthfully. I'm the first person to say I am hip-hop. I, I brought the philosophy into existence. I'm hip-hop's first teacher. I'm its first philosopher. These are facts. I'm not bragging. I'm not saying that. In fact, a lot of what I'm saying is a burden. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest with you, okay? But let's just be with, let's just go with what we know to be the truth. So if you're not dealing with the truth, you ain't dealing with KRS. And they're not dealing with the truth. We know hip hop is breaking them saying graffiti or DJing. So what is all this other stuff y'all doing? It's all, and not even into, entertain me with breaking then. Entertain me with graffiti art then. Entertain, you're not even entertaining a real hip hopper. You're just exploiting the culture so you can sell commercials to a gullible white audience. So there you have it right there from KRS-One's mouth himself. That was what he had to say about not being on on that of 50 years of hip hop Grammy thing. And you can see why I agree with him. Now, for those who may not know, you know, too much, even though I've said this before in past episodes, I'm all about hip hop. That's the culture that I grew up in. You know, I mean, I'm in love of all music that, you know, my dad was, you know, from radio days, whatever. I grew up like swimming in all his record collection, vinyl records or whatever. So I got exposed to all kinds of music at a very young age, probably since birth. So hip hop for me has always been a part of my life and always will be. So and KRS-One, I have the most mad respect for out of any hip hop artist of today. There's a lot that I love, you know, Public Enemy is is another one of mine. I've actually I've actually spoken to Chuck D on the telephone from years ago. So, you know, I I feel it. I live it. I'm in it. (laughs) So that's why I said when I when I saw this interview, I was like, man. (laughs) there's a reason why this man you know moniker is knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everyone (laughs) krs1 is the shit (laughs) so now you know you know for those who didn't get to see that that video now you heard it right here here that is why he he did not attend and i like i said i agree with him i would agree with him i now i've seen most of the like I didn't see the whole show. I've seen like excerpts of it and it looked like, just like Kara said, it looked like a good party. It looked like a good party and that's it. But hip hop wasn't there. You didn't have Kara's one there. And plus it was the Grammys after the way they've shitted on hip hop all these years. Yeah. I, 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 I have the same feelings about the Grammys just like Kara's one. So I'm with you on this one, my brother. <laughs> Hell, I'm with you on everything. This is that man's a teacher and philosopher. You watch anything that KRS One does, 
it's it's well worth educating yourself because that man is the only teacher philosopher hip-hop has <laughs> forget anybody at like universities or whatever krs1 is the true teacher of hip-hop <laughs> and you can learn so much from him so much respect to krs1 <laughs> much respect to you my brother I'm, I'm glad you said what you said and and then laid it down all right so moving on a few nights ago I had the privilege of seeing Emma Stone's new film, Poor Things, directed by Yorgos um, Lathamos. Man, let me tell you. All right. It's hard to explain this film. First of all, I'll tell you right now. This has to get an Oscar. Has to. No question. Has to. It's good. This, In fact, this is the one film that Oppenheimer will have competition with. And I'm saying that truthfully. I'm really saying that truthfully. I loved Oppenheimer, but after seeing Poor Things, I love both of them equally. So Poor Things is Oppenheimer's competition. I don't know who'll get more as far as nominees or whatever, but I know one thing. Emma Stone's got to walk away with her second Academy Award for this one. Because, oh my God. After watching that film, first of all, the film itself is not like anything you have ever seen. It's a very bizarre, twisted, funny story. And just the the cinematography, the way it was shot, the locations, the visuals. I mean, it's it's unlike anything you've seen. I, there's no, in fact, there's no other film I can actually compare it to. That's why it's hard for me to explain poor things. You have to go and see it for yourself to see what a bizarre, dark, twisted comedy this is. And it's not really comedy. I mean, there's a lot of funny moments. Don't get me wrong. Mark Ruffalo is fucking fantastic in this film. You know, the character he plays alongside Emma Stone. But Emma Stone has to, the only word that comes to mind, aside from just extraordinary talented, is brave. You have to be one brave fucking actress to take on this role of Bella Baxter like she did. Because after you see it, I defy you, I dare you to name me any other actress in Hollywood today that you think could have done that role or better. And when you see the movie, you'll see why. With everything she had to do, not just her just, you know, for her dialogue and her mannerisms and I mean the way she walked, the way she talked, everything. But once you see the finished film, you watch it from beginning to middle and and the end has a very dark, twisted, comedic ending. I'm not even gonna give it away. I was like Oh, no, they did not go there. That's what I was saying with the ending. Oh, my God. (laughs) I wish I could tell you. I don't want to spoil it for you. But you got to see it for yourself. But I challenge you to watch that film from beginning to middle. And it's like over, I think, two over two hours long. When you watch it, name me an actress you think would have done that role. Because I can tell you right now, there was a lot of actresses that turned down the role. Emma was the only one brave enough to to say yes to it without even batting an eyelash. All she she I 
I don't think, I think she was agreeing to it before she read the script fully. She got, I think she got a brief synopsis. Plus, she's worked with the director before on like three or four of her films. So this is like her fourth or fifth film with him. So they have that rapport already. But she, when he told her about this and told her what it details and what she's going to have to do, she read it and was like, fuck it, let's do it. I got, I'm ready to do this now. She was all for it. And when you see all she has to go through, because I'll, the only thing I'll tell you right now, and this is not going to, I mean, if you see the trailer, you'll get a synopsis of the, you know, the film and what it's all about. But I'll tell you this right now. There is many portions of the film where Emma herself is fully naked. Nobody double. Nobody double. This is Emma Stone herself. She shed her clothes because it dealt with the character. It was part of the character's arc of the story. Because there's a point in the story where she basically becomes a prostitute. And so there's a lot of sex scenes in there with her. And she let it all hang. That was full Emma. So every time you see a new scene with Emma, there is no body double with Emma's face CGI'd on it. That is Emma Stone herself. That's why I said brave is the, is the main word I can think of. But aside from that, it is such a damn good story. It is funny. It's twisted. It's dark. And it's just so damn good. I can't wait to own that on either Blu-ray or 4K or whatever it comes out on um, once it finishes finishes its theatrical run. It is that good. It is that good. And Oppenheimer definitely has competition come um, Oscars next year. So you got to see it. That is my recommendation. It is Emma. It will definitely have to walk away with a, another Oscar because she won one. I think she won her first one for La La Land. She's definitely going to get her second one for this one. So she chooses some damn good scripts. And the fact that she was the only actress in Hollywood brave enough to take this role on, she, and she did it magnificently, two thumbs up. She's got to win this. She's got to win this. It was an amazing film. So you definitely got to check it out. All right. So finally, to wrap up today's hot topics for this Friday, in Kansas City, Missouri, there's a local boutique called West Side Story, cleverly titled. Um, West Side is one word. Story is spelled S-T-O-R-E-Y. So it's called West Side Story, and it's owned by 38-year-old Chris Harrington. The boutique, among various other items, sells vintage sweatshirts that celebrate the hometown NFL team, the Kansas City Chiefs, for more than $100 each. So these are not cheap sweatshirts. These are some real deal sweatshirts. Now, normally, the boutique sells one to two of these vintage Chiefs sweatshirts at a time. So you can imagine the shock on Harrington's face when in late October, he saw that someone went online and bought five of these sweatshirts spending over $1,200 on them all in one order. Now, this, of course, set off red flags in his mind, thinking this was a fraudulent purchase. But in actuality, the expensive purchase was legit, especially once he found out 
who he who made the purchase or who the purchase was for none other than taylor swift that's right apparently taylor's boyfriend chief's tight end travis um kelts follows the store's instagram account which store owner harrington can remember kelts um shopping at the boutique once a few years back when swift attended a chiefs versus bills game this past sunday at arrowhead stadium in kansas city she was seen wearing one of the vintage sweatshirts from that moment harrington's phone blew up with text messages from his friends his girlfriend came running downstairs showing him the footage of taylor at the game wearing the sweatshirt and within 48 hours after the game which by the way the chiefs lost (laughs) um Online orders for that same sweatshirt Taylor was wearing came fast and furious on the boutique's website. Now, that's what you call the Taylor Swift effect. (laughs) So, Taylor, if you're listening, I've got some really cool t-shirts for you to check out on my website, darkneofangeeks.com. Just saying. So that was pretty cool when I read that. So that that that's what's up. <laughs> that, that is that is a true Taylor Swift effect. <laughs> All right, gang, that's going to do it for me for this episode. Make sure you follow me on Spotify or whatever platform you listen to the show on. Subscribe to both my YouTube channel as well as my website, darkneofangeeks.com. For all my gamers, please check out my online gaming store, darkneosgameroom.weebly.com. Stop by Facebook, join my official Fan Geeks for All fan page, where I post up new episodes like this. You can shout me out on the, mes- on the message board, tell me what you like about the show. And if you want to truly support the show, please join my personalized fan club by visiting patreon.com slash supportfangeeksforall. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash supportfangeeks, the number four. A-L-L. All right, gang. So thank you all again for taking time out of your Friday to listen to me babble on on my Fangies for All podcast. Another new episode will be uploaded tomorrow. So be sure to come back for um for that one. Remember to love yourself even if no one else wants a job. And take a little time to become a fan geek for all. One love, kids. Your boy, Dark Neo, out. <laughs> Yeah.